0: Thanks for joining us back here at the Ottawa Studios of Inside My Canoe Head. I am Dr. D, your host. Today, we're going to wrap up Season 7 and talk about your why and set up the summer schedule. So sit back, grab yourself a favorite beverage. Let's get at her. All right, welcome back. Listen, appreciate all those comments about the last episode on artificial intelligence. Uh, a lot of people really thought that was... A good idea, and some number thought it was pretty shallow. Thought I could have done a better job of diving deeper into some of the different types of AI, and that's perfectly fine. That's the feedback that I love to get here at Inside My canoe head Drop me a line at jeff at preparednesslabs.ca. Tell me what you think, good, bad, or indifferent. I'm always open to it, and I really appreciate, it. especially those folks that say, hey, listen. Yeah, great topic. You could have done better by doing it this way. I really would have liked you to talk about this. It actually is really helpful. Uh, and I say that starting off because there was a great article that somebody wrote um, uh, about the fact that podcasts, uh, there's there's well over 1.3 million, I think, on Apple right now, that podcasts are the one medium where the announcer or the voice can reach people directly, And there's no check and balance on it, right? There's nobody sitting there checking to see the illustrious fact checkers, shall we say, as to whether what we say on the podcast is accurate or not. And I countered saying, hey, listen... I have a group of dedicated listeners, some people come and go, but I have a group of dedicated listeners, and they have direct access to me via email, I answer their emails, I take it, they can always put a review up that is good, bad, or indifferent, so I argue that in fact you have direct access to your podcast hosts, to be able to give them feedback directly, and to be able to get a great comment, and... I'm sorry, but I come from the idea that I trust you as a listener to be able to discern between the truth and idiocy all on your own because you're a reasonably smart person, right? I think it's very dangerous when we attempt to anoint someone or some agency as a fact checker and then we don't check the bias of that fact checker right? So I would rather put out what I believe to be evidence and research-based facts. I'll tell you when it's my opinion, and you are more than welcome to understand it, believe it, argue with it, and comment otherwise, right? Because I believe that you are smart enough and intelligent enough to figure this out. You don't need the government or another agency telling you what is truth or not, and arguably that is one of the most dangerous steps than any free and democratic nation can take is having some agency determining what is right and what is wrong and then communicating it to the public. Dear Lord, let's hope we never go there. But coming back to the podcast, uh, what did we do in season seven? Well, season seven was first and foremost all about returning to first principles. And first principles are a basic theory in that you get the basic tenets and groundwork first. So here at Inside My Canoe Head, we always talk about the first part, individual emergency preparedness is grounding it in a personal responsibility. Uh, It's your responsibility to square your life away, to chase your dreams, and to set conditions for success. And it's your responsibility to be ready to do the best you can when exogenous shocks happen, things that are beyond your control, okay? That's not the government's job or a community's job or a company's job to rescue you, to fund you, to to keep you alive and pumping. Next is, it's really that simple. You gotta square yourself away, right? I mean, we talk about this when we talked about episodes on mental health, financial health, and physical health in that really... When the world goes pear-shaped, you are gonna be putting under, at times, some pretty incredible levels of external stress in a chaotic environment, and you're gonna have to make important decisions with far less than the full spectrum of information. That's what emergencies and disasters are like. What you can do to, the number one thing that you can do to best set yourself up for success is to ensure that you're financially, mentally, and physically healthy. Now, you're on a road to that. Sometimes that takes years to do. It doesn't mean you're a millionaire. It doesn't mean you're independently wealthy. But in the simplistic terms, it means you're fit to a reasonable standard. You eat well. You get good sleep. You have low levels of anxiety and stress in your life. You've ejected all the toxic people. And you protect time in your calendar to take care of your own joyful calm, fun pursuits and that you always run out of month before you run out of money and that you've taken care of your retirement and you have funds to pivot in an emergency. Really, it's that simple, right? It's no more complex than that. Because when you start chaos from a position of peace and calm and personal security and fortitude, and a strong constitution, when you start chaos from that, you are far better able to navigate it. If you're out of shape, you're, you're under a great deal of mental stress, and you're broke, you are not going to be much good to anybody when a chaos happens, let alone, for example, if you're a parent of young children who will look to you for leadership and responsibility. You can't do that when you're not in control of your own self. And people, I, I get a lot of flack and people brush it off a lot in the preparedness because they're always talking about emergency kits and you know, piles of crap in your basement and two years of food and bunkers and all of this other stuff and generators. And I'm talking about, no, actually the best weapon that you have in the state of preparedness is yourself. And that starts with personal responsibility and you get to go. So we reviewed that. And then we looked at some basic scenarios. I mean, again, preparedness from the basic thing. And we lay this out in the book that I wrote. It's available on Amazon. My website, InsideMyCanoeHead.ca, has all the links. Uh, On preparedness, simplified the beginning. There's really four scenarios that talk about that are important for everybody to consider. It's part of your basic preparedness plan. One is the most likely, which we argue is a power outage. Number two is the most dangerous, which we argue is. Evacuations and that's based upon just recent evidentiary uh, events that you've seen in the media, but it's also some pretty some pretty decent research behind that. everybody has to be ready to be fired right because you're going to leave your job whether it's fired, you quit or you die. you're going to leave your job or you're going to retire right so you have to be ready to be fired tomorrow morning when you report for work. You have to be financially and mentally prepared and know exactly what you're going to do next, right? Costs no money. It just takes a bit of planning. And the last one is, is the ultimate act of love for those that you care about is that you have to be ready to die. And that means that your affairs and your organization of life and your responsibilities are completely and utterly and perfectly taken care of so that when you do die because, sorry, none of us get out of this alive. Uh, you've got a stalwart, rock-solid plan that everybody aware knows about ahead of time. And so when you leave, the world can navigate through it. The people that you love the most are able to best navigate through a horrible event of losing you because they will. That's just how this thing called life works. So that's really what we talked about in in season seven because I felt at the point we were delving into a lot of political scenarios in season six, which were important and they were very popular episodes, but every once in a while it's important to roll down to that. And I think really we've covered what I wanted to cover in season six and look at these first principles. So they'll sit there. Those episodes will sit there in perpetuity as a library for you to go back when you're thinking about what the heck does financial, Uh, preparedness mean? What is it? Well, there's an episode there for you. Obviously, you can buy the book, but you can go back and listen to the free podcast episode that's there. I've got a couple of blogs on both of my websites that I put up. Uh, Sign up for the newsletters. We talk about that stuff as well, but it's there. So when we look ahead to Season 8, which is post through the summer, we're going to, we have a bunch of fun things planned for the summer and a couple of fun episodes over the next couple of weeks, but Season eight is really going to kick off in late August, early September, and we're going to talk about deep dives. And this is a feedback from a lot of the listeners and what they're looking for. I talk a lot about theory, right? Because I think theory is important, and I'm not a checklist guy. I'm not going to tell you, do these three things in these order, and you will be ready, right? But a lot of feedback has come back from listeners saying, hey, listen... We need we we would like you to do more specific deep dive examples. So you talk about financial independence. Okay, what does that look like specifically, task by task? Give us an example. Uh, when we talk about sheltering in place and being animalistic requirements for fourteen days that we recommend in our research. What does that look like specifically? Talk to me. Talk to me through the steps, right? So we're going to do more specific, concrete, detailed, step-by-step episodes because that's what people are looking for. But in a bit of a twist, we're going to couple that with YouTube videos, right? So I've started launching my weekly YouTube videos, which come out about every Friday. We might miss a Friday or two due to Awesome Summer Vacation. But I'm looking right now at about five, six minutes. Maybe they'll get a little bit longer. But I think five or six minutes really is the timeline of where people uh, feel like they can stay attuned and hooked into something that's going on and and listen and then before their mind wanders off. So we're putting out weekly videos and season eight is going to tie to it. So when I talk about a podcast episode about a deep dive into... Um, a lot of things related to say let's just take food for example what does 14 days food supply exactly and specifically look like for a family sheltering in place because remember food is a system so it's it's your utensils it's the cooking it's the cleaning it's the storage what does that whole thing look like right i talk about the theory and the idea and the rationale behind it on the podcast we then link it on the youtube video with the visualization of it so showing you what this looks like right to be very, very specific. People have asked for that, season eight's gonna deliver that. And then we're gonna pop over to real life examples and scenarios, right? So I've done some interviews, uh, not as many as I want to, but I wanna start talking to people who've lived through very specific experiences and as well look at very specific examples of a scenario. What does sheltering in place look like? What does um, long-term power outage look like? what would this subject X look like, in very specific detail. So we're gonna do some more scenario based, but the same idea as linking it to A weekly video so that people get both mediums, both the podcast medium, which people like to listen to, whether you're driving, you're doing whatever you're doing, you're hanging out, you're in the backyard, you're looking at, you're having a mimosa, whatever your life looks like, whatever you're doing while you listen to the podcast, there's going to be an option for those that want to sit down, pull up their phone, their tablet or their TV and watch it on YouTube, right? So don't forget that I have a YouTube channel. It's called Inside Mike Newhead. There's 58 subscribers. I love y'all. You guys are great. Um, go jump over and sign up on that so you got more coming, not only throughout the summer, but really at full scale when season eight kicks off. So the other part that we talked about at the beginning of this episode was, okay, so we've summed up kind of what season uh, seven looked like and what season eight uh, is what we're, what we're planning to look forward to. But a lot of this uh, question is, is is your why, and, and my editor made a big point of this to make sure that I included it in my book, and a shout out to my editor, uh, thanks again, pretty awesome, but um, that it's very important to understand your why when you're on a journey of preparedness, like why am I doing this, why, why do I need to do this, that might be a little bit more practical to understand, but a theoretical idea of why, why am I preparing, why do I do this? And I use this when I talk to people about what we offered inside my canuhead and our parent company, Preparedness Labs Incorporated. We talk about: Do you remember March of 2020? Do you remember the uncertainty, the uncomfortableness, and the shock of the pandemic when it started and it kicked off? Total lockdowns, society shut down, everything so tightly regulated by government: what you can and cannot do, where you must stand, what you must wear total government control, total intervention in your life, your personal responsibility was largely us pressured by the government. It was an incredible, shocking experience. Very few people can stand in the mirror and say I was ready for that. I was ready for that kind of exogenous shock and catastrophic change in life operations. We brought uh, inside My Canoe Head and Preparedness Labs Incorporated into reality. It was created uh, in April and July, respectively, of 2020 as the idea of we need to better prepare society and individuals to be ready to deal with this, right? So what is your why? What is your why? Why are you doing it? Simply could be simple as a family picture. And that is incredibly powerful for me. And I keep one on the bookshelf on my behind my desk all time. I'm looking at the three human beings that matter the most to me, the three human beings for which I am totally and utterly committed to ensuring that I can do everything possible to make sure that their lives are as wonderful as it can be. That's my why. It's just a picture. My, my better half and my two sons. That's it. Right? Because really, the rest of the world can take care of itself. I love my community. I do a lot to help out my community. But in the end, my why is those three fabulous human beings. So, also understanding your why is your goal. Like, I know why I'm doing this preparedness journey, I'm doing it because. 2020 sucked. I want to be ready for the next big exogenous shock so that I'm not knocked down to my knees and the people I love and I care about. But what's your goal? How would you characterize that? You know, are you an individual who's looking for more independence from the matrix, which means you want less exposure to the shock? And independence means you're not against the matrix. You don't think there's a conspiracy theory. That's not the idea behind it. It means that you want to be less susceptible to rapid changes in government decisions. So if governments say this is on, this is off, this is on, this is off, whether you agree with it or not, the point being is, is that decisions like that by the government have less and less effect on you because of how you've chosen to run your life exogenous shocks more and more that you get prepared the more and more you're able to deal with things that are beyond your control because remember the vast majority of things that happen to us are beyond our control you don't control the grid you don't turn it off you don't turn it back on you don't shut your company down because of a cyber attack well hopefully you don't but but you don't so if your company shuts down because of a cyber attack and you get fired right You did nothing wrong. You're a great, fantastic employee doing wonderful work for what you thought was a healthy company. And then it closes totally out of your control, right? But because you're prepared and you're absolutely ready to pivot to your next single job and your next line of income and launch plan that you have rehearsed and thought about at length, that shock, while it is impactful, it's not what you wanted, But boom, chicka boom, here we go. Pear-shaped world, off you chase, and you've got a plan. That's being independent from the matrix. It's not a conspiracy theory. Maybe you just want more potential, uh, more practical way of dealing with daily navigating minor disruptions repeatedly. And there's a lot of people in the preparedness space that aren't really worried about the big bad day. They aren't really worried about the big things. What they are concerned about is the minor things, right? The uh, power outages, they really, really wanna make sure they got that nailed down. Traffic, this, you know, all those minor inconveniences, that's what some people are really concerned about. And I think that's fantastic, right? You want to make sure that the next time the power goes out, you press a button, you rock on, and it doesn't even influence how you operate your life, right? So you take the necessary precautions, the necessary make changes in your life to ensure that's readily and available to you, right? Or maybe you're just somebody that wants to understand your risk better. You really want to take a deep dive into understanding what you don't know. And this is that, you know, the Donald Rumsfeld euphemisms of knowing The unknown unknowns, right? I don't know what I don't know. And in preparedness, that's measured in risk, right? You don't know what risk you're exposed to, so you don't know the impact of that hazard being realized, right? So there's a lot of people that really actually zero their preparedness journey into truly understanding the risk to which they're exposed to, right? You live, unless you're under the threat of violence, you've chosen where you live and you have the freedom to change where you live. But because you've chosen to live there, you by default have accepted a whole bunch of risks that you're probably not aware of simply because you haven't done the research or gone to look for the answer. So there's a lot of people that really want to understand what their risk exposure is. I want to know what industrial risks, what natural risks, what government risks, what economic risks, what political risks, what civil risks, all the different type of risks that exist out there. And people are on a journey to try to figure out what is that risk exposure I have, then I can sit back and make a plan to deal with it, right? Or, as I like to phrase it, to support my mission, Right. I'm out to rock an incredible life. And I use that as a tagline and a copyright here and inside Mike Newhead because I think it's very, very important to do that, right? You don't know how long you have on this earth, right? You don't want to be on a hamster wheel, rinse and repeat day in, day out. Like you're chasing something. I don't know what it is. It doesn't matter what it is. You know what it is, right? If you're just trying to make it as an artist, you're a painter, you're a brilliant painter and you're trying to make it as an artist, right? So you're you're humping that minimum wage job because you got to be able to pay your freaking bills while you're trying to get your art to sell. Like you're wrapping, your understanding of preparedness helps you to help you with the financial blanket. You're, you're wrapping yourself in a blanket of preparedness so that you can chase your dream as an artist. Maybe you're got a second job to fund the executive MBA because you think that's the piece that you're missing so you can rock your business and corporate career. Whatever it is, whatever your mission is, whatever you're chasing, preparedness is one of those, and I would argue, the leading thing that you can do to protect that and to facilitate rocking an incredible life, right? So hopefully that helps you out. That's why we're here. That's what we're doing Thanks for listening on season seven of Inside My Canoe Stick around for the fun in the summer and season eight coming up to give you exactly what you, the listeners, ask for. So drop by our website, Triple W Inside My Canoe sign up for the newsletter over at Triple W CA. Sign up for that newsletter, check out all that we have to offer engage us on our social media throughout the summer as we have a lot of fun and then we get down to season eight starting in the late summer so take care stay safe